The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we have a former professional triathlete who's been eating a plant-based diet since he was 15 years old. And he's going to share some of his secrets inside a book he's written on the benefits of eating more vegan. Plus, we'll tell you what's new at Mother's Market as we approach the holiday season and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. So listen carefully to the code word this week. But first up, we are what we eat, and it's important to give our bodies the right foods to live healthier. Today, we're pleased to welcome Brendan Brazier, a professional Ironman triathlete and vegan since the age of 15. Brendan has conducted over a decade of research on the vast benefits of plant-based whole foods, now a best-selling author and formulator of the award-winning line of plant-based nutritional products called Vega. Brendan was named one of the 25 most fascinating vegetarians by Veg News Magazine. Brendan Brazier is here today on his national speaking tour to promote his book Thrive, The Vegan Nutritional Guide to Optimal Performance, Sports, and Life, and to share with us his insight on how to achieve optimal health through stress-busting, plant-based whole foods, and it's my pleasure to welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Brendan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. It's so great to have you here. Uh, For those that may not be familiar with your mission and your work, why don't you fill our audience in a little bit before we get to this show's topic? Sure. Yeah, I started off um, in, it was 1990, and I just, I wanted to be a better athlete at that time. I started running track in high school, and my goal was to try and become professional. I wanted to be a professional runner at the time, and then I realized I also like swimming and cycling, so I thought, well, that's a triathlon, swimming, biking, running, so maybe I could be a professional triathlete, and I thought that would really be ideal. That would just be the best kind of career for me, I felt, and I I just really enjoy doing those things, so I thought it would be great if I could do that full-time, so I started taking steps towards trying to do that at a high level, and uh, that's what got me interested in nutrition, was really just trying to find fuel that would allow me to speed recovery between workouts, which would mean I could do more of them in less time, which would mean I could uh, get more uh, um, beneficial training into a shorter amount of time, which of course would mean I would improve more quickly. So that that was my whole motivation for it, was a career path, really. Well, I first of all noticed that you were 15, you were so young, so good for you for realizing that dream at such a young age. Yeah, thanks. It was just, like I say, I just, I, at the time, honestly, I would have eaten anything if I thought it would make <laughs> me a better athlete. I didn't really care about what I ate. I just wanted, I just wanted that career. So um, it's, it's always good, obviously, to have, have an end goal and uh, I think some motivation, especially at that age. I think those types of things are pretty important. Absolutely. Well, you're, um, you're a huge inspiration. Uh, today, we're talking about eating right and something that we all take for granted. So um, what, uh, what made you decide to go vegan? Well, that was actually just one of the the things I tried along the way when I was trying different nutritional um, programs, I guess you could say different types of diets. And I I originally tried high carb, low protein, and I fl- flipped around at high protein, low carb, and just I tried everything in between. So I was, it was about a year and a half, I was trying different ways of eating and nothing worked really well. Some were better than others, but nothing really amazed me in terms of recovery time. And like I say, that's what I was really going for was peak recovery time so that I could do more training in less time. And um, then I tried a plant-based diet, a completely vegan diet. And at first it didn't work. And it did take me a while to get it right. I was originally, I was hungry all the time and tired all the time and didn't recover well at all. 
Uh, my high school track coach really didn't have much interest in it. Uh, keep in mind, it was 1990, so information didn't really flow the way that it does today. So uh, information about plant-based nutrition just wasn't out there. And, and I figured if this coach, this really good coach too, he coached some of the best athletes in the country, if he didn't um, appreciate the value of good nutrition, then probably a lot of other good coaches don't either. So maybe if I investigated that more, maybe I could not only help myself out, but just kind of put out a like a high performance uh, diet for athletes, really. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm curious because you say he was a really good coach and obviously your coach believed in you and believed in that, um, th- that he really kept up with you. And if you said it didn't really work the first time, what made you continue up with that? Well, I think one of the reasons I, I continued on with it is that he, he really just brushed it off. Um, and I had in my head at that point that nutrition would play a big part in good performance mm-hmm. because I really appreciated the value of good recovery, which, as I found, is around 80% due to nutrition. So I was such a strong believer in that. But like I say, he, he was very successful, so he had his program that worked, and deviating from that really wasn't of interest to him. So. Um, just, I guess his lack of appreciation of nutrition just sort of made it even stronger uh, in, for my appreciation. Um, and that just kind of uh, caused me to do some research and investigate to see if, if uh, I, I could turn this into um, a high-performance diet. Yeah, um, I'm sure you've been asked many times, where do you get your protein? Yeah, that's definitely a question I get a mm-hmm. lot. And uh, I, yeah, I've had that since day one, basically. But, you know, I found that you really don't need a lot of protein, for one, um, as much as I think RDA recommends. And two, if you get it from alkaline plant-based sources, you can get away with significantly less and actually get better benefits. So, I mean, I get most of my protein from, I mean, obviously plants in that I eat a completely plant-based diet, but specific sources, hemp has quite a lot. It's around 45 to 50% protein, pea protein, rice protein that's in vega, um, and leafy greens even, 45 to 50%. Uh, around 45%, I guess it is, in uh, spinach and kale as far as protein. And spirulina, chlorella, those green algaes are around 70%. So it's not that hard to get, actually, if you eat um, a whole food diet. I think when people get into troubles when they start refining foods and uh, taking parts away um, and processing it, basically. So eating the whole food diet, it's, uh, it's not that difficult. Okay, what about calcium and iron, for that matter? Yeah, um, iron was actually something I had a bit of a problem with. It was a about eight or nine years ago, and uh, a natural path I went to see suggested I take iron supplements. And I wasn't opposed to that, but I wanted to see if I could get away without taking supplements. And I found that pumpkin seeds have a lot of iron. So I just started mm-hmm. eating pumpkin seeds, raw pumpkin seeds each day. I just put about a quarter of a cup of my salad each day and actually had them with um, a citrus dressing that has some vitamin C. So that helps with absorption. And I found within, it was about six months, but that completely cleared up. And my blood work's been good ever since. Uh, so simple things like that, just pumpkin seeds help, and, and spinach too, um, uh, greens in general have some iron. So uh, yeah, it's never been a problem since then. And calcium, you know, my diet's not really high in calcium other than what I get in the greens, but what I found is that the most important thing is that you don't take calcium out of your bones. And that's why a lot of North Americans get osteoporosis and arthritis and have issues with bone health in general mm-hmm. is because... Uh, not that we're not getting enough in our diet, but it's we take too much out. And the standard American diet is acid-forming, which draws calcium out of the bones to keep the blood at a neutral pH, which is 7.35. And, um, yeah, that's why we're actually getting osteoporosis at a younger age than ever before in North America. It's just that uh, that highly processed diet. So everything in the, the standard American diet is actually acid-forming. So things like soda, uh, meat, dairy, um, 
white flour, for example, all those highly processed things. So getting away from that, eating more of the whole foods, leafy greens are highly alkaline forming. So the same place you get protein, the same place you can get calcium, um, and also reduce the, the need for calcium because you just don't uh, have to pull, pull the blood into the bones to buffer that. That's a very key point right there that you just made. Uh, what are the top three benefits of eating plant-based, uh, and what and if, can you address these common issues? I mean, you just you just really went over very important points, but what are the top three that you would say? Yeah, definitely one of the big ones is alkalinity, mm-hmm. and as I was just talking about, the the bone health issue is a huge thing there. Whether you're an athlete or not, obviously an athlete. Um, puts more strain on his or her bones is more likely to get some sort of fracture but also obviously just the average person is going to be better off if his or her bones are stronger but another big thing too when you get more alkaline you reduce inflammation and as an athlete that's huge because when your muscles uh, aren't as inflamed they're more functional so you can move with less effort which means you can serve energy on every muscle contraction, which means you have more energy because you haven't spent it. Your body's more efficient. And you think of all the muscle contractions in a 10K run, a marathon, a triathlon, it's a lot. Um, so it all adds up. And if you can create that really efficient um, environment without inflammation within your body, that's going to be a huge advantage. And, and even just an average person who's just walking across the room obviously uses muscles. And if they're not inflamed and they move more fluently, you're going to have more energy because you don't need to spend as much. And at the end of the day, you're not as tired because you're efficient. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another big thing, too, um, that a a plant-based whole food diet definitely helps with. And digestion as well. Um, For the most part, plant-based whole foods digest more easily than a lot of things like, obviously, meat and dairy and animal-based products. Um, and when you're not spending as much energy di- digesting and assimilating food, you have more energy. Again, it's you know it's something I call in the book energy through conservation as opposed to consumption. You conserve it because um, you're not spending it in uh, digestion. So um, it's like anything else, like with money, if you spend it, you no longer have it. But you can make a good investment, and that's the way I started looking at food as an investment. You spend energy, but you have to get something re- in return. Um, so I started looking for foods that use the least amount of energy, digestive energy um, to digest, but gave the most micronutrients in return. So small energy out, a lot of micronutrients in, and I found uh, that just to be the, a really good start and a good base of the diet. That's a really good way to look at it, too. I, I love that. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, really interesting information, Brendan. And right now, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, but we'll have more on the vegan diet. So uh, stay with us. We will be right back. But thank you. This is uh, all great, interesting information for us to digest. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. 
Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And now we want to take time to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can download the podcast from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio podcast and listen to our past shows. Plus, you can always download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with triathlete and author Brendan Brazier. We're talking about the vegan diet. What inspired you to create Vega? Well, I, I started off just making a blended drink for myself back when I was I was around 15. Um, all, again, going back to trying to speed my recovery so I could increase my odds of having that professional career as an athlete. And uh, that, that's how it started. I was just blending together um, things that I found I needed. Uh, when I did the re- research, I found that I was lacking... Um, well, in this kind of refined vegan diet that I, I had started to eat, I was lacking complete protein, vitamin B12, iron, calcium, and omega-3 fatty acids. And um, those are pretty major things. That if you don't have them, you're not really going to feel that well. So I found plant-based sources for each of them, blended them together, and had a blender drink every day after my workout. And it really did make a big difference. Um, within about six weeks, I noticed my recovery was better. And um, from that point on, I just I, I kept on making it, and it continued to evolve, too, over the years until 2004, and I partnered with someone else, and we brought it out as a product. Uh, but in the beginning, I had no intention of ever having it as a product. It was just something I made for me to, to help speed recovery. Well, I have to say, and I, I appreciate uh, you going through all of that research because not being a professional athlete and being a mom and busy, uh, I appreciate you going to do that research. But for, you know, for busy people out there, what would you recommend a product uh, for, for somebody like putting together kids' lunches or something like that for, um, for a Vega product, vegan product? Well, I would start off with, well, Vega Complete Whole Food Health Optimizer is, that's the main one. That's the one that I I started off uh, making for myself, like I was saying, back when I was around 15. And so that's protein, essential fats, fiber, greens, enzymes, probiotics, the whole bit. And you can blend that into a smoothie. You can make it taste really good. I I like the chocolate flavor with coconut water. That's really good, just shaking it up. Or even putting an almond butter and making it a creamy chocolate almond smoothie, put a banana in there. Uh, So a lot of kids really like that a lot. And it's great before school. Uh, because there's lots of fiber, protein, and essential fat, so you don't get a sugar spike and a crash, which, of course, what happens with a lot of kids when they eat sugary cereal before going to school, and then they get hyper, and then they crash and fall asleep. So it's, uh, it's a really good option for that. It just really stabilizes energy levels as opposed to spiking and crashing. So that's, that works well. Also, energy bars, too. Uh, you can make with dates and buckwheat and hemp and uh, almonds. The recipes are in my book. Uh, the book called Thrive. So you can make the uh, the energy bars or you can buy vegan energy bars. They're the same thing. So, uh, you know, the, the recipe is available in the books too if people want to make their own as opposed to buying them. That's an option. Very funny that you said that about the sugary cereals. I was just talking about that with my kids. <laughs> so <laughs> very timely. Okay, well, that's great to know. And um, okay, and so we'll be talking about your book and um, and where that's, where is that your book available? Yeah, Thrive, and I have another one as well called Thrive Fitness. Obviously, that's more to do with fitness and training, and uh, the previous one, Thrive, is just uh, more of a nutrition book. You can get it at at Mother's Market. You can get it at um, Barnes & Noble or uh, Borders, Amazon.com, or or my website, brendanbrazier.com as well. Oh, excellent. I know uh, that will be flying off the shelf, Um, and we'll be talking about that in a little bit. But let's talk a little bit about um, why you think plant-based diets are hitting the mainstream right now with a lot of celebrities right now and people, I mean, everybody's looking for the crash course diets, but uh, let's talk about uh, why right now it's so important. 
Well, I think a few reasons. I think one is people are not feeling as good as they would like to in general. I think they're they're tired. They're not sleeping uh, as well as they'd like to. They're, a lot of people are dependent on caffeine and sugar. Obviously, they get up in the mornings and they're tired and they, they crave those things to get them through the days. And I think they're just looking for better nutrition in general. And like I said, that's what got me into it was performance. I wanted to feel better, not perform better just in sports, but in anything. Um, so I think a lot of people are, are getting into it for that reason, selfish reasons. But um, also, I think there's environmental tie-in, too, with, mm. um, you know, the, a lot of people obviously being more environmentally conscious these days and Inconvenient Truth that came out, I guess, was about five years ago, got people uh, wanting to be more environmentally aware and kind of do their part. And now I think a lot of people are starting to realize the impact food has on the environment as well and what choices they make uh, can can have um, as, a, as kind of a wide-reaching effect. Uh, so eating plant-based foods uses fewer natural resources, less water, um, not as much land, uh, not as much fossil fuel needs to be burned, not as many emissions need to be created. So a lot of things there, um, I think, intrigue people as well and and uh, kind of get them interested if they're coming from an environmental perspective. So I think there's those personal everyday issues, and I think there's broader uh, issues too, such as environmental ones. So I think there's kind of a combination of things. I think that's actually a really good point about the environmental because I think, yeah, you're making choices all around um, I think everybody is trying to do that. Um, What about recommendations for people looking to transition to plant-based diet or looking for ways to add more plant-based foods to their daily routine? So what recommendations would you give to to all of us? And again, not everybody's a professional athlete. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's, uh, as I found too with... With my high-performance diet, I, I find um, in smaller quantities, it's, it's really good for a person who's just very busy. Mm-hmm. And most people who, who drink Vega are not vegetarian, they're not vegan, they're just health-conscious, busy people. Mm-hmm. And I think starting slow, if uh, people are wanting to go more towards a plant-based diet, and some people may never be completely vegan. I'm sure that's the case for most people. They won't, and that's fine. But I think eating more plant-based foods uh, can make sig- a significant difference. You don't have to be um, completely that way. It's not an all-or-nothing type of thing at all. So I think starting slow, starting off with um, one meal or one snack a day from the meal plan that's in the book or just healthy plant-based whole foods in general. Um, a smoothie is a good way to go, obviously, because it's convenient. You can make it taste however you want by choosing different fruit to blend it with. So that's a good option. And then making that transition, allowing uh, your, your palate to change. And it will change. Once you start eating more this way, uh, you'll want to start eating more that way. And I don't think you should force yourself to, to not eat certain things. I think if you want to eat them, you should eat them. But including a few of, of these foods in the diet over time, like I say, will um, make you want to eat a little bit differently. And most people start to feel better too, so then they want to do more of that. And they just kind of naturally transition. It may take a few months and even a year for some people. I know people who have eaten a standard American diet for four decades, and it takes them a year to transition away, but that's uh, that's to be expected. So I think being patient with it um, and just starting slow is a, is a good way to do it. Well, that's good too. I mean, at least you see that they've been on these for all these years, and then just patience. Um, do you ever foresee that the the days of In and Out burgers <laughs> are gone, and instead of a drive through, maybe a run through or something? But then having the name Vega out there, <laughs> uh, maybe one day if someone else does it, I I'd like it. I'd like it to happen, but I don't think there's enough hours in the day for me to uh, to do that right now. But yeah, maybe in my future, foreseeable future. Yeah. 
Uh, well, you have been uh, anything else you want to put out there about uh, your your books? And I know you've mentioned that it's available at Mother's Market and on your website. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People can can check it out there. And also, there is um, a web series that uh, I'll I'll maybe just tell the audience about for a second. It's basically um, an online series. It's free. People put in their email address. They get three emails a week for four weeks. Mm. And each one has a concise video segment based on my book. So things that I've just filmed myself, really basic, zero budget. But it kind of uh, was just my attempt to get the information to a broader group of people because I realized that ironically, the people who need the information the most from my book are probably the least likely to actually take the initiative to sit down and read it. So this was just a way to get it, uh, the concise message um, out there um, to as many people as possible. So the website is thrivein30.com. So thrive, I-N, the number 30.com. And like I say, it's it's a free thing that uh, is a great companion to the book, or even if people don't want to read a book, they can check that out too. Excellent. Wonderful. An excellent source of information, and uh, we appreciate you stopping by, Brendan. Thank you. We appreciate all of the information, and you can get more info on Brendan and his website, myvega.com, and perhaps pick up a copy of his book, Thrive, The Vegan Nutrition Guide. Uh, that Actually, what's the full title, The Vegan Nutrition yeah, Guide? Yeah, it's called Thrive, The Vegan Nutrition Guide to Optimal Performance in Sports and Life. Thank you. I did not want to cut you short there. (laughs) Thanks again for stopping by. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Cooking for the holidays? You may want to try this Mother's Market classic recipe. Hi, this recipe is for curried tempeh by Mother's Market and Kitchen. First, you'll need one pound of tempeh that you cut into strips, two cups of green peas, fresh or frozen, two cups of carrot, thinly sliced, one cup onion thinly sliced, and then two tablespoons tamari soy sauce, one half cup water, two tablespoons oil, two tablespoons fresh cilantro minced, one tablespoon curry powder, one half teaspoon coriander, one half teaspoon chili powder, and one teaspoon garlic ginger mixed. So first you want to prepare your tempeh and vegetables and set them aside. You combine the remaining ingredients in a saute pan and heat over a low fire one minute until bubbling. You add your tempeh and vegetables and cook all of it together for about five to seven minutes until tender. This is great served over rice, in a pita, with plain yogurt, or with a variety of other vegetables, such as cauliflower. Use what you have and this makes a great quick dinner. Curried Tempeh by Mother's Marketing Kitchen. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market.